Thank you. Thank you, Father. We worship you. Father, we surrender everything, Father. We want nothing but you, Father, and I thank you that in you we have everything, everything we need. We praise you tonight. We praise you and praise you. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you tonight. We worship you. We thank you, Father. We worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It is good to be together, isn't it? It is. Man, just go a couple weeks and we don't have the opportunity to be together and uh, you realize what a blessing it is. Amen. Amen. I am thankful. I'm very thankful for live worship. It's a couple uh, services that it was just me and Kelly and, um, and Sean. And Sean had some great worship music going on, you know, that half hour prior to service, but it's not quite the same, you know. So God abides in the praises of his people. Amen. Amen. Let's say our confession tonight. Here we go. I am here on purpose because I have a purpose. My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive because God is not finished with me yet. My best days are right in front of me. And I have victory in my life because Jesus lives in me. Amen. Give the Lord a big amen. Amen. And you may be seated. That was wonderful worship. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So we've been working um, remote at home for a little while. And um, loving that now, and it's just wonderful. And so I've got this great setup in my office, and I've, my office is not as big as this room, believe it or not, and I've got a TV that big in it. And so, man, I've just had worship going all day, every day, and it is just so great, you know. And uh, what a blessing YouTube is. You can find all the greatest worship on there and just play it all day long. It's amazing. But um, today I was looking at, you know, and, and, you know, you find your favorites, you know, it's Victory in Tulsa and Elevation and Jesus Culture and Bethel Church, you know, or Bethel in, in California, and you find your favorites and your favorite worship music, and you play them over, and I was looking at these people, and I was like, I want to get in some live worship too. Amen. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I, I like had enough of the video. I was like ready for some real stuff. You know, amen. So that was uh, wonderful to worship together tonight. Amen. I count it a high honor to share God's word tonight. Amen. Be believing with me. And uh, it's important that every time we come together, we're all believing together to hear God's word. Amen. That we've got our faith up and we're expecting to hear from the Lord. Amen. And uh, if you're uh, here this evening or if you're, wa we want to welcome you if you're watching uh, on the internet. We've had many people watching uh, on the internet Sundays and Wednesdays, so we're so glad that you're with us. And, uh, and so um, we pray that you feel God's presence right there where you're at, in your home or in your car, wherever that you're at. If you're here tonight and uh, you need peace in your life, there is peace found in Jesus found in his name. Amen.
One word from the Holy Spirit could be the difference maker for you and me. The Lord spoke to me a few years ago, and He said in my spirit, I did not hear an audible voice, but spoke to me in my heart, in my spirit, and He said, slow down and get my word for you, my son. You can accomplish more at the leading of the Holy Spirit in five minutes than you could potentially accomplish in a lifetime in your own strength. Jesus said in John 16, 33, these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Tune in. Everybody say tune in. Tune in to what the Spirit of God is saying these days. Amen. Did you all get an opportunity to, uh, to watch the live uh, worship on the Capitol building on Sunday. It was amazing that Sean Fike led, and he actually had Paul Doherty was there. Paul came up on stage and, uh, and, and prayed for everyone that was there. I haven't heard the final number, but 30,000 people, 35,000, it was absolutely awesome. It's over a four-hour service, and so if you have access to YouTube, you can, you can find it, and, and they've got highlights. they got the full service. But uh, it was awesome, and, and they chose that date a long time ago to be there and to pray on the steps. Earlier in the day, they prayed on the steps of the Supreme Court, and they had planned that a long time ago that they would be there Sunday night, and we know what happened. Uh, actually, they, yeah, they prayed Sunday afternoon, and we know what happened Sunday night. A- Amy Coney Barrett got confirmed to the Supreme Was it Sunday night, or was that Monday she got confirmed? Monday she got, they voted Monday, right? Sunday? What planet are we on? Hello? Yeah, they voted Sunday, and they confirmed her Monday. I don't even know. Well, you all get the point. She's in, baby, all right? Amen. That's all that matters. Anyway, no, it's my fault. So, uh, but it, it was... Um, it turns out that the date they chose to be there and pray on the steps of the Supreme Court was not so random, amen? 30,000 people there, and it was a move of the Spirit of God, and they prayed and, and, and uh, had an awesome uh, worship service, and it was tremendous, amen? And so we watched that all Sunday afternoon. That was great, amen? Tune in. God is doing things in the earth today, despite what the negative liberal media uh, that, you know, keeps bombarding us. The Spirit of God is moving, and you and I as believers, everybody say believers, we just need to tune in and hear what He is saying. Amen? His Word through the Holy Spirit always brings peace, and it always brings clarity. Amen? I'm convinced that the most important thing that we need is God's Word for us. What is the Spirit of God saying? Amen? Above all other things, we need His Word every day. God's Word is spiritual food. His Word provides nourishment for our human spirit. Jesus put it this way. He said, man shall not live on bread or natural food alone. Man lives or has the abundant life on every word that comes from God. Amen? He said we live on it. It is our spiritual food. Paul said in Romans chapter 8, verse 6, he said to be carnally minded or worldly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Amen. Everybody say, I got life and I have peace. If and when 
we find ourselves drifting over into worry, Dr uh, uh, fear trying to steer, steal our joy, fear trying to steal our peace. We need God's word. We need to get his word on the situation. What is the spirit of God saying about the situation? Amen? Worry robs people of vision. Worry robs people of strength. Worry tries to steal life from people, the very abundant life that Jesus came to give us. Worry tries to steal it. The word of the Lord this evening is living worry-free. Amen? Totally worry-free. Isn't that a great term, uh, great uh, terminology? Carefree. Amen? Carefree. Free of care. Isaiah uh, chapter 40, verse 29. Over 600 years before Jesus came, came, God spoke through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 40, and he said, God gives power to the weak, and to those who have no strength, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. That's hard to imagine watching 15-year-olds play basketball. But even youths faint and be weary, and young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. And then in Isaiah 41.10, God spoke through Isaiah, and he said, Fear not, I am with you. Don't be dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then Isaiah 41, 13, he said, I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. Amen. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, the word of the Lord tonight is living worry-free. Isn't it great? Isn't it great? We can go through life never worrying, carefree. What, what did you say Pastor Jensen said about it earlier? You can go through life, worry, 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 and then die. Or you can go through life and have joy, 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 and then die. <laughs> Which life do you want? <laughs> Amen? It's a choice. It is a choice. Matthew 25, uh, starting, I'm sorry, Matthew 6, starting in verse 25. There it is. Uh, Jesus was teaching. He said, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. We had a bird stuck on the porch yesterday and Joe went out and picked him up, and then we let Captain out, and I'm telling you, within three seconds, Captain's our little corgi dog, that whoo, had him in his mouth. <laughs> whoo, just a poof of feathers, and then, then he dropped him, and then whoo, took off. It was hilarious. <laughs> Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they are? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory, uh, that, that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? 
Oh, you of little faith, therefore do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, people that don't have a covenant. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Everybody say, I receive it. Amen. And then Paul, we had God speaking through Isaiah 600 years before Jesus came. He said, fear not, God will help us. And then Jesus compares how birds are clothed, how the lilies of the field are clothed. And he said, God will take care of you, don't worry. And then Paul in the book of Philippians, he says, be anxious for nothing. In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your, pe- what, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which transcends your understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is a consistent theme throughout God's Word. Amen? And uh, it's encouraging because if God spoke it 600 years before Jesus, he spoke it through Jesus. Paul gave greater revelation of it in his letters. If, if, if it's been this consistent theme, then we know that it is possible to live a life worry-free. Amen? So how do we do it? How do we get worry-free? We've been around the, these, things, these things for a while, right? Everyone here? Everybody say carefree. carefree. It's time. Say it's time. Amen. It is absolutely possible to live a life totally free of worry, carefree. The root of worry is fear. If you look at a worry tree and you dig down deep, the roots of the worry tree would be fear. And the fruit of the worry tree would be anxiety. Starts with fear, goes into worry, out comes anxiety. Fear, worry, anxiety. God never intended for you and I to live in fear, worry, or anxiety. Amen? We'll continue to be confronted with negative circumstances and situations. Amen? But our peace comes from the outside. No, it doesn't. It comes from the inside and is not contingent on what's happening on the outside. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Our peace that surpasses understanding. Isn't it awesome that Paul said, you'll get this peace that surpasses your understanding because you're looking at a situation and you understand the situation and your mind is telling you what's happening with the situation, but his peace will come that surpasses our understanding. Amen? Because peace starts in our born-again human spirit. In the, another place in the Bible, it calls it the inner man. And then another place calls it the hidden man of the heart, our spirit. Amen? Not the blood pump, but our spirit man. Amen? Hallelujah. The wonderful and abiding peace that comes from our Heavenly Father is on the inside. It's our healthy human spirit in communion with the Holy Spirit, manifesting the fruit of the Spirit, peace. Everybody say His peace. Perhaps you found the same thing that I have, that the world can give us many things, but the world cannot give us peace. Amen? So many things I've believed God for, and God has done it. I'm telling you, so many things. It's amazing. 
and they bring a measure of joy, but they don't bring peace. Amen? Peace comes from that river of life on the inside. Amen? Thank you, Lord. The outline says four keys. As we were worshiping, I got three more. So just real quick tonight, seven keys. Seven keys to living a worry-free life. Amen? Number one, live by faith. Faith in God. Faith in God's word. Faith in God's promises. Focusing on the promises rather than situations. Amen? Faith in God gives us an ever-present assurance on the inside that, like the country song says, everything going to be all right. Living by faith will give us an eternal perspective. We get to see things the way God sees things. Amen? And it gives us a bigger picture. We can see above the situation, gives us an eternal perspective. Walking by faith allows us to see, thing, see things from God's perspective according to his word and not according to the situation or what maybe we think about it or even limited to our own understanding. But we get his word on the situation and then we, have, we can have faith in the promise and it allows us to get right out of fear and right out of worry to quickly overcome. Amen? Not a, according to what we see, but according to what he has said and promised. Amen? The great evangelist Billy Sunday once said that fear knocked at my door and faith answered and no one was there. Feed your faith and starve your fears. Amen? Hebrews 11.3 says, faith, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And then 2 Corinthians 4.13, since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Speak what? Speak only what we believe. Speak only the promise, not what we see. Not according to our understanding, but according to what the Spirit of God shows us through the promise. Amen. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is the person who overcomes the world? The one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, overcomes the world and all the garbage that's in the world all the garbage. We get to overcome. Amen? He's given us the victory. Thank you, Jesus. The first key to living a carefree, worry-free life is to walk by faith. Amen? Stand on God's promises and don't lean on our own understanding. Number two, walk in love. Everybody say, walk in love. Worry is rooted in fear and the seed of fear is self-preservation. What about me? What about my life? What about my kids? What about my future? What about my family? What about my problems? What about my rights? What about me? <laughs> worry, 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 worry. Amen? Thank you, Lord. The answer is found in love. Relief from worry is found in love. 1 John four eighteen. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Fear will have no place in you and no place in me 
when we are secure, totally secure in the Father's love for us. Amen? If we're totally secure in His love, we know that there is no earthly circumstance that can impact us. Amen? Because it has no eternal consequence on us. Amen? Totally secure in the Father's love. And His perfect love for us enables, or His perfect love in us through the power of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit, that perfect love in us gives us that supernatural love for other people and allows us to get out of ourself and not, uh, uh, not uh, so that our well-being is not tied to how people treat us or what people say to us. Amen? You know a lot of people, and so do I, that their well-being is tied to how others treat them and, and what others say to them and their perception of how others see them. There's victory in getting out of that. Amen? There's victory in getting so full of God's love that, that the uh, view of others of us and their words and their opinions of us has no impact on us because we see them through the fire of God's love. Amen? Thank you, Lord. 1 Peter 5, 7, this is how much he loves us. He said, I have you. Cast all your care on me. Just cast it on me. Why? Because I care for you. I have you. I got you. I'm with you. You're mine. Just give me all your care. Amen? We can be totally secure in the Father's love. Never worried, never afraid. He's got us, and he's got it. Amen. His perfect love for us, his perfect love in us, removes all fear and worry from our lives. Carefree life. The first key, Brad, is living by faith. The second key is walking in love. Just since you missed it, I'd let you know. The third, third key is uh, take control. Take control of the input into your mind. <clears throat> How did you... Uh, find out something, uh, but your, your kids and your grandkids are probably like mine. They really can't comprehend that you only had three channels growing up and that there was only 30 minutes of news and the newspaper that was delivered in the morning, and that was the only source of information other than going to the library, right? Now we all know within a half a second, we can have 10 million answers to any question we ask. We have an overload of information coming at us, right? So we have to be very specific. Um, that's not the word. We have to be very, um, oh, good, you got it, intentional. We have to be very intentional about what we allow into our lives, amen? Our eyes and ears are the gateway to our mind. And so we have to be very intentional about what we're allowing in and uh, because it will impact, it will have an impact on us what we're allowing in, amen? And so the third key to living a carefree life is um, refusing to allow negative, ungodly, impure, and rotten media into our minds. We've all been given the mind of Christ. Tell the person next to you, you have a beautiful mind. Amen. The challenge is that many people, their eyes are wide open and their ears are wide open, and they're just allowing 
anything in, right? And the flesh feeds on that stuff. The flesh feeds on all the negative, ungodly, and impure, and the flesh can't get enough of it. The flesh wants more of it. So we have to be intentional and disciplined about what we allow in if we want to be carefree. Y'all know I love crew car wash, and um, it, it, this would be a bad soundbite if I compared God's word to crew car wash, but God's word is like crew car wash because my beautiful blue truck that I bought in Florida, it was so clean. It didn't have a speck of dirt within a mile of that truck. It was so clean, and... Um, and I bought it in February, and so the roads are dirty in February. So anyway, but I've got that unlimited pass through crew car wash, so all is good. Even have the underbody wash, and there is no feeling. Um, so, so you're going through crew car wash, the bottom of the vehicle, it's just covered in dirt, right? And you got your feet on the floorboards, and you can feel that underbody go... That's very satisfying. When you feel those, the spray go under the bottom of your feet, right? That's a great feeling. And then you come out the other side and your vehicle looks brand new. God's word has the same effect on our minds, amen? Literally washes and renews our minds, gives us his thoughts, restores us back to that original condition that he intends for us to have, amen? There's hope for all of us, amen? There's hope for any person, amen? We all have the mind of Christ, and God's word will wash and renew our minds and refresh us, amen? Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 26, 3, God will keep the man in perfect peace whose mind is fixed on him, amen? The fourth key the fourth key to living carefree is rest in the Lord and sing a song of praise. Where's Chris? She was going to love this one. This was going to be her favorite one. Did she have to go? Did she have a ball game or something? Grandchild? Okay, sorry. Sing a song of praise. Amen? Especially in the middle of a difficult situation. It'll confuse the enemy's plans when we sing a song of praise. Uh, David said, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He was talking about a banquet table. And at a banquet table, what do we do? We are celebrating. We're celebrating victory. David had deep revelation of this. He said, he prepares a table for me, a banquet table, a celebration table. Where? Right in the presence of my enemies. Amen? So when we praise, rather than worry... Right in the middle of difficult situations, our first response is Hebrews 13, 15. Therefore, by him, by Jesus, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. In the middle of a difficult situation, rather than worry, rather than speak the situation, just praise. Thank you, Father. You are working it out. Jesus, you are worthy. We praise you. We honor you. We bless you. We glorify you, however you praise. Amen? God loves to hear you praise. We used to tell the young people all the time, God loves to hear your voice. Sing it out. Sing it out. He made you. He created your voice. He wants to hear you sing. He loves to hear the way you sing, amen, the way you praise, amen. Just let it flow, hallelujah. Sing a song of praise. Rest in him and sing a song of praise. That, that song is wonderful. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. 
I raise a hallelujah. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. The fifth key, repent immediately. Repent immediately because as we talked about Sunday, sin is a killer. Sin brings death. And so when we get into a situation that we know is not God's best for us and we know was not God's will for us, don't run from God, run to God, repent immediately and don't allow worry and fear to take root, amen? Repent immediately, thank God for his promises that we've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, amen? Joseph Prince has such rich revelation of righteousness and what God's done for us and, and he talks about this quite a bit about that when we sin, it's very important to repent immediately and thank God for the blood immediately, to plead the blood of Jesus over our lives immediately and thank God for what he's done for us. Amen? Repent immediately. Don't run from God. Run to God. The devil's a liar. He's a deceiver. He's a tricker. He wants, he's the one who tempts people to sin, and then he tries to get them to run from God after they do it. Amen? Run to God. Run to God. When our kids make mistakes, we don't run them to run from us. We want them to run to us. Amen? We can talk about it. We can, we can, amen? We can get through it. Run to God. Repent immediately. That's the fifth key. The sixth key is enjoy every season. Every season is different. And uh, we've had a lot of seasons in our life. And uh, uh, the twins have been, they have been a blessing to us since the moment they were born. Miracle situation. Uh, Sam was born. Pastor Pam wasn't up there, and uh, everything was so. When you're going to have twins, I guess it, they 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 have you in an operating room rather than a birthing room, right? And so I hadn't thought about this, so not totally prepared to talk about it. But it was a miracle that day that Pastor Pam came up because uh, Sam was born, no problems, right? He came out first, and then um, and then Joe was having a challenge uh, coming out. And the umbilical cord, am I saying it right, was wrapped around his neck. And so all, all of a sudden, everyone was very concerned. And uh, they, they put Kelly, uh, uh, Kelly's mom and I put us outside the room. They called in another doctor. They called in a team of nurses. And they were going to do an immediate C-section. And right about that time, I look up and Pastor Pam walks out the elevator. And she said, I just felt like I was supposed to come up here. And she prayed. And here comes Joe, right on, whoop, Joe's in the world. Thank you, and he came out, he has been chill since the day he was born. He came out, he was like, just chill, totally chill, that dude, he lives this message, carefree, boy. Joe, you got your homework done? I don't know, I don't know. Do we have homework? I don't know. That boy's worry-free, man. <laughs> His sister has a project due four months from now. We have to go to Walmart. I have to get those supplies for that project. When's it due? June 1st. Everybody's different, amen? Your personality may lend itself to uh, maybe being more inclined to worry about things. Maybe you've always been a little more high strung. You may have to work this out a little bit more, amen? And God will do it in your life. He'll help you with it, amen? Amen? He'll help you. We're all made different. Amen? And he uses our different gifts and personalities, and, and we all work together. And, uh, but we all, we're all better at different things, but God will help us. Amen? And he doesn't want any of us to go through life worrying. Amen? We can go through life totally carefree. So when the twins were born, 
um, it was exciting. They were, uh, okay, they were like two years old. Eventually, they were two. And then Grace was four. And then Luke would have been 10, 9, and then Weston would have been 11, right? So it was a busy house. And we moved into our beautiful new house. It was so perfect. And these twins, boy, they were into everything. I mean, if one little person would do one thing, it seemed like the two of them together it was multiplied times 10. And so we have, to, we have to be intentional. There's that word, intentional about enjoying every season, right? And uh, just uh, laugh our way through life. Everybody say laugh a lot. Laugh a lot. So one Sunday afternoon when they were two, we, uh, we had fallen asleep in one room. You're shaking your head. You don't, know what, you don't know what story I'm talking about. We had fallen asleep in one room, and it was real quiet. And then we heard some noise, and we both woke up, and we went in the living room. And we had, we had uh, it was very smart. We bought a brand-new house, and then we went into debt and bought all new furniture. It was a great idea. No, I'm just kidding. So we had these brand-new couches, right, had brand-new couches. And they, they, this is what they did. You won't even believe it. They took the couch, the cushions, okay, off the couches, uh, couches and two love seats. Yeah. They put the, they're two years old. They put all those cushions in the middle of the room. They went to the refrigerator. We had a 24 ounce thing of Hershey's syrup. And they put Hershey's syrup on everything. <laughs> How could you even think to do that? They put it like under the cushions, like on the base of the couch. They put it all over all the cushions and the carpet. Where were we at? We're good parents. We survived. We were at a church meeting. Weston called and he said, Dad, it's bad. <laughs> I said, again? He said, again. No. Another time, my uh, amazing older, we have to laugh a lot. Amen? Laugh a lot. Laugh your way through life because now it's hilarious, right? Might as well be hilarious when it happens. Amen? We'll get through it. My uh, older sister uh, was at our house for Christmas, and she taught them how to take a popcorn bowl outside, and um, you fill the popcorn bowl with, with uh, snow, and then you bring the popcorn bowl back inside, and then you, you know, she laid out whatever you lay out to keep uh, on a cookie sheet, and then you can build little snowmen, right? Well, another uh, time when we were taking a nap or something what we were home yeah so we hear this thump 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 upstairs and we had gone we went upstairs and they had taken a popcorn bowl out on our uh, upstairs patio and had gotten a big thing of snow and came in they were making snowballs and throwing it at our wall in our bedroom and and the fireplace snowballs these are honest to god true stories i am not exaggerating or embellishing whatsoever Another time, they, um, I think it always happened when we were taking naps, but we were in one room, and we hear this, like, what is that sound? That's a weird sound, and we went into the mud room that's just off the garage, and they had been rolling uh, a pop can back and forth, and uh, somehow it punctured, right, and so it literally, there's brown spray all over the ceiling and the walls and everything. That pop, it had emptied, spinning like this. They had pop all over them and everything else. I just wanted to give you some funny stories. And uh, I thought of those during worship. So 
we might as well laugh a lot. Amen? And uh, just have a good time in life. Amen? And go through life carefree, worry-free. Stuff cleans up. Who cares? Amen? Glory be to God. And the seventh thing, the seventh key, the first key is walk in faith. Second key is walk in love. Third one is take control of the input into your mind. The fourth is rest in the Lord and sing a song of praise. The fifth one is repent immediately. The sixth one is enjoy each season. Laugh a lot. And the seventh key is to cast your care. Cast your care on the Lord because he cares for you. Amen. And he can handle it, and he told us to do it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all receive that word tonight? Everybody say carefree. It's the best life. Amen. Let's all stand up tonight. Amen. We want to make sure, we, I, I know we have some people watching tonight, so if, if you're with us tonight and you would say, my life is not right, maybe you're at a place in life where you're on the wrong path, maybe you've never opened your heart to uh, place your faith in Jesus, maybe you've never really opened your heart to God, well, tonight is your night, and we want to pray with you, and let's get back on the right path the book of Proverbs says, The path of the just is like the shining sun. It shines ever brighter onto a perfect day. We want to pray for you. God loves you. He has an amazing, wonderful plan for your life. So if that's you here tonight, if that's you watching, let's all pray this prayer, prayer together. Say, Father God, Father God, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for your love for me. I have sinned. I've made mistakes. But tonight, Father, I receive your love. I declare Jesus is Lord over all my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's go out with a powerful confession. Amen. All right, here we go. I am loved. I am loved. I receive God's love. I receive God's love. I'm full of faith. I walk in love. God's perfect love casts out all fear. Fear has no place in me. And I'm not worried about anything. I'm carefree. I live life free of worry. I'm not worried about anything. I have the mind of Christ. The greater one lives in me. I'm full of faith. I walk in love. My future is bright. In Jesus' name. Amen. Did you have a word? Okay. All right. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much. We receive your encouraging word tonight, Father. We thank you. We can live life carefree, free of worry, laughing a lot. We thank you so much for your joy. We receive it tonight. You are wonderful. We love you. We thank you so much in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. God bless y'all. We'll see y'all Sunday morning.